Hello, and welcome to the Flix Forum podcast, where each episode we go back and we look at a Netflix original film in the order of release. This is the 1st of December. This is our first day of Podmas, where we're putting out an episode every single day in the lead up to Christmas this year. This is a challenge. It's going to be a big, big, big challenge. Um, we haven't done this for four years because it was uh, so draining doing it once before, but we're going to try and give it a crack this year, see how far we go. Um, day one, we're, we're, we're discussing Netflix 269th film from 2020. It's the Mexican action thriller Dark Forces, or in um, Spanish, it's Fuego Negro. It's directed by Bernardo Alano and stars Tenoch Huerta, Maurizio Aspe, uh, Johanna Frogoso Blendel, and Dale Kale. I'm Jesse. I'm here for this episode. Merry Christmas season, I guess, is what we say. Heading into um, Christmas, only a few weeks away, which is very exciting. So stick with us. Let's see how we go. This one's not going to be too long an episode because uh, this film is quite short. Uh, 88 minutes or 82 minutes, I think, from memory. We do kick off the show with some spoilers though, so if uh, you're keen on checking out the film Dark Forces, um, doesn't really seem like it's in the Christmas spirit, but if you're keen on checking it out, give us a pause, come back later on, because we're going to jump into our fast flicks where we do a quick summary of what the film's all about. So this one is about a criminal looking for his sister, so he stays in a hotel where women work and evil lurks. Ooh, intriguing. Um, I really struggled to, I guess that's what the story wants to be, but I'm not sure it gets there. We'll sort of talk about it as we go. Um, not a lot on this film that you could find anywhere, um, other than this uh, is a Netflix international film, obviously. It doesn't have an English dub on this one, so, um, you know, most people that I know will watch it in its original language anyway, but for those looking for an international film with an English dub, it does not have one. This uh, was filmed in Mexico. It was released on the 21st of August, 2020, Netflix Worldwide. Around the world, this film in Portuguese, Swedish, Turkish, it's called Black Fire. Um, not sure. <laughs> not sure why. Uh, in Greek, it's called Forces of Darkness. In Norwegian, it's called Dark Flame. And in Polish and Russian, it's called The Black Flame. So all going on those ideas of dark forces. Um, obviously, that translation of dark into the, the color black um, in the original title too. What are the critics and audiences saying about this film? Rotten Tomatoes, it's only got one review, so no consensus. That one review is rotten though. Audience um, has less than 80 ratings, sits at 0%, so no one's uh, liked this film on Rotten Tomatoes. On IMDb, sits at 2.7 out of 10 on nearly 700 ratings. Uh, 2.7 is quite low. Letterboxd sits a little bit higher, sits at a, oh, sorry, yeah, a little bit higher, sits at 2.4 out of 5, and that's on just under 500 ratings, and it's only been logged by a bit over 600 people, so quite a small audience for this film. What are my early thoughts for this one? Um, visually, this is impressive. Uh, everything else about it though is on the verge of being incomprehensible. It's, it's artsy without any narrative connections. There's random visions of blood, sex, creatures uh, with no context or explanation or, or connection that feels real to what the story, the story sets out to be, which I thought was about a brother looking for his sister um, and there's just a lot of random stuff in between that is artsy and probably has some message somewhere but I'm probably a little bit too dumb to get it so let's talk about the characters in this one. Um, Franco is our, is our main protagonist. We, we spend the first 10 minutes or so of the opening shot following him on a motorbike uh, riding through town. He's a criminal. Um, he's on a mission to find his sister though. His sister's been kidnapped. Um, he knows that Max, this criminal that he used to work with, has his sister. So it's about him trying to find her and, and work out where she was or where she is or what's happening to her. And he tries to do this through 
psychics and things like that, I guess. Um, along his, along the way, he meets this lady called Ruby. Um, Ruby, I guess, is Franco's lust interest in the film. I can't call it love interest because he clearly doesn't love her, but I'll call her the lust interest. Um, she's abused by men in this film. She wants out. She thinks Franco's the savior. She thinks that um, you know, if she goes and runs off into the sunset with him and joins a, a life of being a criminal with him, that, that you know she'll be happy. Uh, she waits tables in a restaurant and sort of feels pain wherever she goes, I guess. And um, yeah, that, that's all there really is to say about her, I guess. And the other sort of two characters that play a part in this hotel that that uh, Franco's staying is this guy called Jack, who sort of is living next door in, into the next to the room where he lives or he's staying. It's this sort of creepy old guy who wrote this book called Dark Forces. Um, wants Franco to read it. Uh, wants Franco to do a robbery for him. Not quite sure why. I don't know if it's for the cash to pay for the psychic. I'm not sure. Um, is he possessed, this guy? I don't know. But he dies and then he shares this possession that he's got with Franco. So yeah, Franco's possessed and there's no reason behind it or why he's chosen Franco or, or if it's because they're both bad people. I, I don't know. There's no actual answers. Um, yeah, Julia, the other, the other person I meant, she's this albino psychic who's looked after her mother and, and she earns money by sort of doing like a seance sort of thing and, and reading people's minds or working out where people are and, and helps Franco find his sister, I guess. So that's where we're at with the characters. Um, the director, Bernardo Arellano, uh, six directing credits, all look like they have a much better or a much more positive reception than this film does. So, um, you know, stylistically, I, I can't really, like, the, the film looks really good, uh, majority of the time, but the story in this one, whew, um, struggled, struggled town. I've given away a lot already, I guess. Um, scenes, what are some things that, that stood out? And for me, the, the reds and the colors that were used in the design was pretty cool at times. So that, that's the real positive for me. The things that weren't good, uh, you know, that Franco, there's a scene where he's walking the city to, to try and find Ruby's bar. And then he, you know, just walking streets, he's looking at reflections of himself in the, the puddles on the ground, all this artistic stuff. It's all nice. It's all good. And he's down this alley and he sort of sees this mutant dude. So cool costume design again, like cool artistic stuff. But then he like, you know, we just have Franco put his hand on his hip pocket where he's got this knife that we've seen him playing with as if, you know, I'll, I'll attack you if I need to sort of thing. It was just, I don't know. It didn't add anything to the film. Uh, then Franco and Ruby go on this mission to hold up a restaurant and like steal all the valuables of all the customers, all the people having dinner. And it's for Jack and I'm not sure why it was needed. I, I don't know, I don't get it. Um, the whole circle seance thing that Jack does with, sorry, not Jack, Franco does with the albino chick, uh, Julia, it was weird. And then there was some horrendous CGI ghosty type things. There's lots of really good practical stuff. So then to chuck in some CGI stuff that was a bit weird, that wasn't good. The fights, I've got to talk about the fights. There's fights in this film where they're just so poorly choreographed and just add nothing to the film. Like um, Franco arrives at the first location, he's trying to find his sister and he fights multiple girls. So it goes full Mortal Kombat and there's like Matrix style stuff. It's just bad fighting, not needed. And then we finish the film off with this fight between Franco and Max and I don't know, it, it was meant to be like a big Western sort of finish, I guess. Um, like a shoot off without guns where they both put their guns down. But it just wasn't a good fight. So, yeah, some ordinary stuff in this film. Um, themes, ideas. I, I really struggled with this film because I didn't get it. I didn't get the themes or the ideas. I think, you know, maybe there's that idea of revenge that, that you know, if you act weak, you'll end up dead. So you've got to revenge everything that happens or go after what you need um, and, you know, overcome evil because evil is something that is definitely in this film. And, and what is evil and who is evil and, and how do you become evil and how do you rid yourself of evil? I'm not sure that you can unless you die um, based on this film. Uh and that idea of love too, there's sort of this dialogue between Franco and, and Ruby where, you know, she's talking about love and, and somebody to love and obviously some people just can't commit and they work better alone or, or or is that that idea of evil again, that you have so much evil in yourself that, 
love just can't exist for you. I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm trying to bring some ideas. I'm really looking forward to hearing if anyone else has got anything uh, or a better take uh, than me for this one. Uh, or what did I take away from this film? Bit of a segue. I think um, this this is a mess, really, for, for such a, sh a film that has such a short runtime. And I mentioned this before, the first 10 minutes of the opening really has no context to anything in the film other than <laughs> we see that Franco's on a bike. And, you know, uh, nothing in this film really connects anyway, so I guess it doesn't matter, but... Visually, it looked fine. <laughs> um, questions, ponderings. I, I don't even. I don't have answers. I don't know if anyone has answers. Franco, like his old boss, kidnaps his sister. Um, when there's clearly dialogue in the film that says Franco and his old boss, they're even at the moment. So why did he kidnap his sister? What's that for? There's no answer. I don't know. There's no answer as to why he took her. The hotel that has so many questions about this hotel that he rocks up to. Like there's, um, you know, prostitutes that work there. There's weird and wonderful sort of circus-like creatures that live there and ghosts and devils and demons and all this sort of stuff. Is it haunted? What is it? Is it the people that live there? Is the building spooked? I don't know. I don't have an answer. And and I guess the same thing, like even before Franco meets people at the hotel who are these people that I mentioned, we see him sort of like cutting his finger and then licking the blood and then he saves Ruby from being beaten up by a man at the start of the film and then he's got her blood all over him and he licks that as well. So was he already possessed? Did this whole possession thing from, like, I don't know. I don't have an answer. I don't know. I don't, I'm ready to finish this chat. I've got nothing else to say. I give the film a rating out of five. Uh, I, I can't recommend this film at all. I mean, I'd like films that try different things. Um, so, you know, well done for that. Some good um, style and images and aesthetics and color and all that sort of stuff. But I'm clearly not smart enough to make any connections or understanding about what, understandings about what I actually watched. I'll give me a one and a half out of five. Um, can't recommend it because I can't explain it. So that's where I'm at for this one. Uh, we're on socials. We've got Facebook. We've got Instagram. We've got X, formerly known as Twitter. Put a question out there. For me, there's this worm thing. This worm thing that like represents the possession that goes from body to body. My question is, what is that meaning of the worm? How does the worm exist? Where does the worm come from? How does it, do you have to die to get the worm to escape your body? I'm not sure because I thought I saw the worm escape and then be shot before death. So I don't know. I got no idea. Please let me know. Tell me what the worm is and, you know, why does the worm almost look like male genitalia? I don't know. I got no answer. Give me an answer. We're back tomorrow. Again, we're back tomorrow. We're on Podmas. We're doing an episode every day of December. Tomorrow, we are going to be looking at a film from 2020. So we're still going in order. It's called All Together Now. It's a drama. It's directed by Brett Haley and stars Olili. I always stuff this name up. I apologize. But it stars Olili, Kravholo, Justina Machado, Fred Armisen, Armisen, Carol Burnett, Judy Reyes, Taylor Richardson, Renzi Felez, Jared Isaac Waters, and Anthony Jacques. That's what we've got tomorrow. Drama. I'm pretty sure this one's in English, so not an international film. If you want to see this one, give it a watch. Not much time. You only got 24 hours. We'll see you tomorrow.